everyone, this is Kayla Starda with Fifth Avenue Brands. On the PR podcast, we give listeners tip-packed episodes on the latest and most relevant public relations tips and tricks for you to implement in your own business. On this week's episode, we're going to talk about why it's essential as a PR professional um, to make your message stand out to reporters, um, also referred to as not burying the lead. So one of the biggest complaints from journalists um, is how many useless, lame, and irrelevant pitches they receive on a daily basis. Um, One of the biggest reasons for this is uh, the fact that PR professionals are more often than not bearing the lead. So first I want to take a quick minute um, to dive into the history of where the term bearing the lead actually originated from um, and what the word lead actually means. So the lead is the most important part of your story. Um, It's your your best chance to grab your reader's attention and interest and to get them um, to keep reading or click through the rest of your pitch. The idiom don't bury the lead actually comes from the 1970s, around the time that linotype machines began disappearing from newsrooms. Um, Spelling the word as lead, spelled L-E-D-E, helped copywriters, typesetters, and others in the business distinguish it from the word lead, spelled L-E-A-D, Um, which also happened to refer to the thin strip of metal separating the lines of type in the linotype machine. So since both uses of that word were come up pretty pretty frequently in um, conversation, there was a benefit to spelling the two words differently. Therefore, referring to the hook of the story as L-E-D-E just kind of stuck. Within the first five seconds of a journalist opening your email, they should know exactly what the hook of the story is going to be and what you're trying to convey. So we're gonna dive into a few tactics that you can implement to ensure uh, your message is conveyed prominently, accurately, and is something that they even want to reply to. So one, you really wanna think about, obviously, what's most newsworthy about your story. Um, Whether you're covering an event, an announcement, or a company in general, um, think about what part of that story people are going to want to read about and what's going to be most newsworthy. Um, Which part of the story will affect the most number of readers? Um, The important thing here to take into consideration is what the journalist is going to find newsworthy, not necessarily what you think is going to be newsworthy. You really need to put yourselves in their shoes. Um, Think about the topics that they cover and highlight what's going to stand out as most most newsworthy to them. Make that your lead. The next step here is to forget um, chronology of things. Um, It may be human nature to write events in the order that they occur, but in journalism, that's really not going to be the case. Um, For example, say you're writing a pitch about a new app um, that came out. You don't want to start the pitch with, Company X came up with the idea for this app in 2010. They spent three years developing the app, etc., etc., You want to start the pitch with something along the lines of Company X launches first app allowing users to wire money with the touch of a button. This succinct, information-packed hook um, not only tells the reporter exactly what the pitch is about, but gives them a sneak peek as to what makes it exciting and actually relevant to them. Um, After that initial is where you can Initial intro is where you can provide um, a brief background information on the rest of the story. So again, don't worry about the order of events here. Making sure you put the most newsworthy part at the beginning um, takes prominent and is imperative to make sure you are not, again, burying the lead. Um, This is a great example of a concept called the inverted pyramid. 
um, or the format for a lot of news stories. And it represents the idea that the heaviest or the most important um, news goes at the top, followed by a conclusion. Um, it's key to apply that principle in any pitch that you're trying to convey here. So moving along, so you have the lead, um, moving, moving along to telling the story of the pitch, you want to make sure you are concluding your pitch with a succinct call to action. Um, what exactly do you want that reporter to even do? Um, for example, if the end goal of your pitch is for the reporter to write an article on this app, um, using the previous example, um, you'd want to end the article with something along the lines of, um, would you like to publish an article on App X for TechCrunch? Um, and how it's changing the way users can wire money. Hooking the reporter with that eye-catching, newsworthy lead, um, ending with the CTA is really essential for every pitch. Um, you really want to move them along and making sure that they know what that next step is, whether it's securing a media placement, an interview, whatever that may be. Combining these tactics will ensure you are highlighting the most newsworthy aspects of your pitch, allowing journalists to uh, not only easily understand why your story is even interesting, uh, but make them want to continue reading and continue that conversation with you. Thanks for listening to the PR podcast. For more information and PR tips, you can visit our website at fifthavenuebrands.com. Thanks for listening.